European Heart Journal, Issue at a Glance, Volume 41, Issue 11, Focus Issue, Prevention, by Editor-in-Chief Professor Thomas Lucia, read to you by Morgan Bryan. Towards individualised lifetime risk, combining classical and non-classical factors. Prevention at early stage before cardiovascular or CV disease remains the preferred and more effective approach over interventions at later stages. Not all alterations of the CV system are reversible, but may be preventable. This remains most important, as CV disease, despite all efforts, remains the most common cause of death in Western countries. The progress in this field is reviewed at the beginning of this issue in the article The Year in Cardiology, Cardiovascular Prevention, by Kausik Ray and colleagues from the Imperial College London in the United Kingdom. They note that advances in genomics understanding the effects of cumulative exposure and various environmental risk factors, such as pollution and noise, have moved us closer to better models of care focused at early risk assessment and treatment to prevent CV disease. In this opinion piece, they review relevant contributions in 2019 to the field of CV disease prevention, with focus on epidemiology, lipids such as LDL cholesterol, also reviewed in a consensus paper by the European Atherosclerosis Society, and triglycerides, and their treatment with drugs or omega-3 fatty acids, diabetes, in particular the new ESC recommendations and hypertension, particularly on the reproducibility of blood pressure measurement and the risk in those born prematurely or with periodontitis. Educational attainment and socio-economic status markedly influence the risk of CV disease. In a clinical research article entitled Contribution of Income and Job Strain to the Association between Education and Cardiovascular Disease in 1.6 million Danish employees, Elizabeth Framke and colleagues from the National Research Centre for the Working Environment in Copenhagen, Denmark, examine the associations between income and work stress and CV disease morbidity and mortality in 1,638,270 Danish residents. For men with low education, risk of CV disease was 1.62 before and 1.46 after adjustment for income and job strain. In women, estimates were 1.66 and 1.53 respectively. Education predicted CV disease mortality in both sexes. However, estimates were reduced by 54% and 33% after adjustment for income and job strain. Thus, low education predicted incident cardiovascular disease in initially healthy individuals and CV mortality in those with cardiometabolic disease. Of note, in men with cardiometabolic disease, income and job strain explained half of the CV disease in the low education group. In healthy men and in women, regardless of cardiometabolic disease, these factors explained 21% to 33% of the increased CV morbidity and mortality. These novel findings are put into context in an enlightening editorial by Veronique Rocher from the Mayo Clinic in Rochester, Minnesota, USA. Sleep, both in its duration and pattern, markedly influence CV disease. For instance, optimal sleep duration appears to be around 6 to 8 hours per night. In addition, hypoxia during sleep, as occurred with obstructive sleep apnea, are well-known CV risk factors. Lu Qi and colleagues from the Tulane University School of Public Health and Tropical Medicine in New Orleans, United States, expand this knowledge in their article Sleep Patterns, Genetic Susceptibility and Incident Cardiovascular Disease, a 
prospective study of 385,292 UK biobank participants, where they evaluated the association of sleep behaviours and genetic susceptibility with CV disease in initially healthy 385,292 participants from UK biobank. During 8.5 years follow-up, 7,280 incident CV events, i.e. 4,667 coronary disease and 2,650 stroke cases were recorded. Compared to those with sleep scores of 0 to 1, participants with a score of 5 had a 35%, 34% and 34% reduced risk of CV disease, coronary artery disease or CAD and stroke respectively. Nearly 10% of CV events were attributed to poor sleep pattern. Participants with poor sleep and high genetic risk showed the highest risk of CAD and stroke. Thus, a healthy sleep pattern is associated with a reduced risk of CV disease, CAD and stroke among participants with low, intermediate or high genetic risk. Personalised medicine with artificial intelligence and machine learning, or without it, is centre stage today. Thus, the benefits an individual can expect from preventative therapy varies based on risk factor burden, competing risks and treatment duration and is of particular interest both for outcomes and patients' motivation. In their manuscript, Prediction of Individualized Lifetime Benefit from Cholesterol Lowering, Blood Pressure Lowering, Antithrombotic Therapy and Smoking Cessation in Apparently Healthy People. Frank Visseren and colleagues from the University Medical Center in Utrecht in the Netherlands developed and externally validated the Lifetime Prospective Cardiovascular Disease or LIFE-CVD model for the estimation of individual level 10-year and lifetime treatment effects of cholesterol-lowering, blood pressure-lowering, antithrombotic therapy and smoking cessation in apparently healthy people. The model consists of two complementary fine and grey competing risk adjusted left truncated subdistribution hazard functions, one for hard CV events and one for non-CV mortality. Calibration of the life CVD model was good and C statistics were 0.67 and 0.76. The output enables the comparison of short-term versus long-term therapy benefit. In two people aged 45 and 70 with otherwise identical risk factors, the older patient has a greater 10-year absolute risk reduction, 15.8% versus 1.6%, but a smaller gain in life years free of CV disease, 3.9 versus 4.5 years from the same therapy. The model is available via www.u-prevent.com. Thus, this novel model accurately estimates individual level prognosis and treatment effects at 10 years, lifetime risk and life expectancy free of CV disease, providing personalised medicine and fostering doctor-patient communication, an issue that is further discussed in an editorial by Justin Ashufu Chengwei from the Brigham and Women's Hospital in Boston, Massachusetts, USA. Mental disorders are important risk factors and triggers of CV disease in general, but in particular Takotsubo syndrome, where the mechanistic link between amygdala, hippocampus and midbrain structure and the clinical event have been recently demonstrated. Thus, negative feelings do affect outcomes and quality of life in many patients via brain-heart connection. Anxiety and depression also reduce quality of life, 
in patients with implantable cardioverter defibrillators or ICDs. Treatment options are limited and insufficiently defined. In their article, Efficacy of Web-Based Interventions for Improving Psychosocial Well-Being in Patients with Implantable Cardioverter Defibrillators, the Randomized Controlled ICD Forum Trial. Stefan Schulz and colleagues from the Universitat Klinikum Würzburg in Bayern, Germany, evaluated the efficacy of web-based intervention versus usual care for improvement of psychosocial well-being in ICD patients with elevated psychosocial distress. 118 ICD patients with increased anxiety or depression or reduced quality of life were randomized to web-based intervention consisting of six-week access to a structured interactive web-based program, including self-help interventions based on cognitive behavior therapy, a virtual self-help group, and on-demand support from a trained psychologist or usual care. The primary outcome was a composite of heart-focused fear, depression, and mental quality of life over six weeks. The primary outcome was similar between groups, but web-based intervention was superior to usual care in change from pre-intervention to six weeks, pre-intervention to one year, and six weeks to one year. Thus, although the primary outcome was neutral, this is the first trial showing that web-based intervention can improve psychosocial well-being in ICD patients. This conclusion is critically discussed in an editorial by Samuel Sears from East Carolina University in Greenville, North Carolina, USA. The editors hope that this issue of the European Heart Journal will find the interest of its listeners.